Dee Dee Moonflyer here. Welcome to the Twilight Tonic Podcast. As always, I have a freshly brewed batch of the strange and unusual to share with you. So grab your favorite tonic, step inside the broom closet, and let's get started. Tonight on the Twilight Tonic, I have an amazing tarot reader, massage therapist, and a wonderful woman named Vijaya. Vijaya, please tell everyone a little bit about yourself and explain to people about your amazing name that I'm oh. having trouble with. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you. It's Vijaya. Um, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Um, so... I read tarot. Um, I've read tarot for about six and a half years. Um, I wanted to read tarot ever since I was a child, but didn't have the chance to get a a deck Mm -hmm. um, as I grew up in a pretty conservative family and just didn't have the chance. But um, I ended up getting a tarot card deck by chance at a Yule celebration and that was probably about six and a half years ago. I'm, I'm wow. doing the math. And um, that was the Robin Wood Tarot deck. Mm-hmm. And that's a Rider Waite Smith based deck. Mm-hmm. And I connected with the deck right away. I was so oh. excited. So we did this gift exchange where we intuitively walked around the table and picked out what gift was for us. Everyone brought a gift and everyone left with a gift. Oh, amazing. And I ended up picking that tarot deck and was just so excited. So wow. I began reading for myself right mm-hmm. away and then reading for my kids and then reading for my friends. And and then it just blossomed from there. Now, you said you were interested interested in those as a child. Where did you yeah. see them? You, you grew up in a small town. Was it TV, the Internet? What? So I grew up before the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very young sounding voice, but I'm actually 46 years old. Um, yeah, I I was really, this is funny, I was really into Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. And I was also kind of a nerd. So I spent most of my time at the public library and I read 
all of the esoteric books in the library, mm-hmm. whether I understood what was in those books or not. Okay. <laughs> Most of them I did not <laughs> understand. <laughs> but yeah, I sat in the library and read. That's what I did with my time as a child. I think that's amazing. I remember the library quite well because I, too, was before Internet. <laughs> so, yes. So, you know, hey, I love a good library. I still do. I love the energy yes. in a library. Me, too. So where do you, you're based in Fort Wayne, correct? I am. OK, where do you read in Fort Wayne? I read out of my home. Wow. Um. And I also do a lot of online readings. Most of my readings are online. Okay. I do I do them over Messenger. That's what I prefer mm-hmm. because it ends up being a conversation between me and the seeker. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to um, take pictures of the of the cards that are pulled and send them to mm-hmm. the seeker. And I can take a picture of the whole spread and then also type the text out. Mm-hmm. for um for the um the reading yeah to interpret the cards and it seems to be a really nice thing for both of us because it can be a communication it can be um a conversation but it can also be something that they can go back to and look at so right. they have a record of it so during these times especially the past year and a half that's been rough on most people yeah, I'm finding. Did you have an increase of people wanting readings? I personally did, but I think that that was because I was ready for it. Okay. So out of curiosity, so you figured out as a child, you wanted to read the cards. They called you, obviously. Yes. That was your way of seeing. How about... Do you read anything else besides cards? You know, I tried to go back to the spirit boards because the spirit board is what the Ouija board came from. Right. And it didn't work anymore. Ah, so you found what you needed to work with finally. That's awesome. It is. That's really cool. So I do use a pendulum, though. Mm-hmm. And I found that I can use the little boards that you can get or the little mats that you can get for the pendulum that say yes and no and mm-hmm. the numbers. And so it's it's basically the same thing as a spirit board, but instead of done with a, the little um, triangle thing, <laughs> use a pendulum. So for people that don't know what pendulums exactly are, could you explain to them? Sure. A pendulum is simply a weight on the end of a string or a chain. And you hold that between your finger and your thumb Mm -hmm. and dangle it down and you ask it questions. And then you watch the way the weight moves. So mine has a crystal at the end. Mm -hmm. So I watch the way the crystal moves and If I'm using a mat, of course, it's going to go toward whatever answer, but you don't have to use a mat. You can just hold it over your palm Mm -hmm. or or just hold it over the table and watch. Um, Maybe it'll go into a circle and that means something or um, maybe it'll reverse the circle or maybe it'll go back and forth. Sometimes it makes little patterns. And so um, each pendulum speaks in its own way. So you kind of have to ask it at first to figure out what its language is. So you'll Mm -hmm. say, what is yes? What is no? Or you'll ask it questions that you know the answer to. Like, 
is my name, Vijaya? Mm-hmm. And then if it says yes or uh, whatever direction it goes, then that's yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the pendulum is really good for yes and no questions, which the tarot sometimes is iffy with yes and no questions. So it's a okay. good tool to have alongside the tarot. Okay, so you use them in conjunction. I do. Oh, that's awesome. That's really a cool mm-hmm. idea. Um, and my pendulum says yes, no, maybe, and it's complicated. <laughs> complicated. That would probably happen quite a bit for some of us out there. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to it. Give it up, kid. Do you have a preference of layouts when you read, or does it just depend on the depth mm-hmm. of the question that the person that the seeker has? My preferred spread is one that I created myself because I used to, when I started off, I started using the Celtic cross spread, which is Mm -hmm. what most people start off with. And it did not serve my needs. I wanted to get um, different answers from the cards. I wasn't really interested in the past, present, future outcome, which is basically what the what the Celtic cross does. I was more interested in um, some different questions that I have. So um, mine is a, a I'm counting. It's a five (laughs) card. It's like automatic when I, when I put the cards out. So mine's a five card. um, And then I add to that because I have, oh my gosh, I don't even know, maybe 20 decks now. (laughs) I bet. And I use all of these decks for something different, but the Mm -hmm. basic layout is the five card. And the first one is um, the current energies. So that's the current situation. The second one is what, what you can be thankful for. Mm -hmm. The third one is what is the obstacle or what is challenging you? The fourth one is what are your big picture goals? And the fourth one is how can you practically get closer to achieving those big picture goals? Gotcha. Do you, um, what is the difference? I've always been curious between an Oracle deck and a tarot deck. Sure. So a tarot deck is actually the 78 card deck that has major and minor arcana, four different suits, court cards and number cards. Mm -hmm. So it's very it's a very specific layout and it's actually evolved from our playing card deck. Okay. so our poker deck. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can actually use a, a poker deck or a playing card deck to um to use for divination mm-hmm. and that's that's actually how it evolved as people were using the playing card games uh, oh. the the cards as a, a divination tool and then it evolved into what we have now um but then the oracle deck can be pretty much anything so i have like the this keepers of the light oracle cards and they're all um different spiritual figures so i use those as spirit guides like who wants to help you mm-hmm. um i have a self-care deck that's really cute i have a native american deck i have an astrology deck i have all of these different oracle decks some messages from the universe mm-hmm. a deck that's about business yeah i have a lot of different stuff here so when you do a reading do you also do an oracle as well sometimes I do. I pull cards from almost all 
well, maybe not all, but probably about 15 different decks that I'll use in a reading. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And each deck does its own beautiful thing. So they have energy and do you cleanse them? I've always wondered when readers, after you're done doing a reading, do you cleanse them also? Yeah. Before and after I will pass the sage over it. Soft smoke cleanse. Mm-hmm. That's all the cleansing that I do with them. Mm-hmm. Unless unless something like major has happened and, and they need cleansed. But yeah, that's I'll just run some smoke over them. So you've been doing this six and a half years. Was there ever a reading that had a huge impact on you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the ones that have the big impacts on me are the ones that really touch my heart. Mm-hmm. where I just have so much compassion for people and the situations that they find themselves in. Right. And yeah, I ended up actually um, retiring a deck after one of those readings. Mm. Yeah. The deck actually told me, cause I'll pull cards. I'll talk to the decks. I'll pull cards so the decks can talk to me. Um, and I pulled cards and the deck was like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. Please retire me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So what I did was I ended up gifting that to a friend who was just starting out so that the deck could get some rest and some some like new energy. Some fun time. Yeah, some fun time. You know, when you, <laughs> I was overworking it. <laughs> you know, when you first get something like that, it's like candy and, and it's so fun. And I yes. think that fun energy probably goes into that. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, so it is. That's pretty awesome. Now, do you have animals also? I just have fish. You have fish? The, quite, the reason why I <laughs> asked that crazy question, obviously, I, I'm an animal person. But yeah. cats, when I've, when I've been around people that do readings, a lot of time cats will just sit right next oh, to them. Yeah. You know, they just love oh, yeah. that energy. They do. They're like all about that. Mm-hmm. energy I think it's because they see things we don't see and they understand things we probably don't understand they do yes I just I love agree. them now you not only read cards obviously you're an intuitive and you know spirit talks through you through these cards you're just relaying the message to the people you're also a healer yes so in a big picture how does that play into your tarot reading do people often come to you for a massage and they end up getting a tarot reading from you sometimes? You know, I really love when that happens because I feel like I get so much more information when I can touch their body or um, in massage mm-hmm. or if I can um, work on them through Reiki or access consciousness bars and then do the cards. I get just so much more information of how I can help someone when I can go at it from different angles. Yeah. For sure. Energy and see what needs to be done. Healing wise. Also, I would assume. Absolutely. Now you said you were from a small town. Where are you originally from? I'm from Ligonier, Indiana. Oh, where is that exactly? I'm not from Indiana originally. Where is that exactly? It's about an hour north of here. Oh, okay. You do come from a very small town. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) When I was growing up, there was one stoplight. 
<laughs> There's more now. I don't know how many are there now. I don't go back there. But, <laughs> but yeah, there was one. Oh my goodness. I bet the I bet the I bet it was fun to grow up <laughs> in a small town like that. I bet you had a lot of adventures. I think that I had I had some fun as a younger child. But then my teenage years were angsty. Oh, were they? Oh yeah. It was bad. <laughs> that you got in trouble a lot, I suppose. I did. I I don't know. I did. I was bad. <laughs> I think I think sometimes we have to experience a lot of things before we can help others. That's what my Absolutely. excuse has always been. Yeah. And I find sometimes with people that do spirit work and stuff have a lot of challenges before yes. they calm down and before they can focus on what they need to help people with. Do Absolutely. you find that that happened to you? Yes. I was just so different from everyone else. And it felt like I didn't have anyone who understood me or could, um, I don't know. I couldn't have those conversations, those deeper conversations or those spiritual conversations with people. Right. They wouldn't understand that, especially if they come from, yeah, you know, a very traditional Christian back background. Right. I mean, there's no way they could because that right. a lot of Christians are taught that this is bad. Right. <laughs> so, you're put in that position like, I don't really want to talk to you about that. I don't want to get in trouble today. I'm still <laughs> put in that position. No. <laughs> From my family. Oh, yes. Oh, no. oh yes. Do but, have, have any of them tried it? Have any of them let you do it? Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. And it's such a wonderful tool. And... I mean, I've gotten a lot out of it personally. Mm -hmm. um, I I find that using the cards guides me through my life right. continuously. <laughs> I don't know what I would do without the cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's kind of sad that that's something that they're very much against. But, you know, they find their own way. Now, when all of this... This COVID-19 happened. Did you lay out cards to see what was going on? You know, I did a couple of times, especially during the beginning of it. And I'm trying to remember now. I'm trying to recall what the cards said. It was something really big and ominous. Um, something about how this had to happen for us to realize our magic mm -hmm. and to be able to come together as community. Yeah. Oh, there was more though. I remember like there was some bigger things too. And like, maybe, maybe I didn't fully understand what the message was and that's why I don't remember it. Right. But I remember, I remember <laughs> going, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> The human race needs to rethink everything, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I always ask that question this year because it, it's fascinating that usually a plague or something happens every hundred years. But oh, yeah. I think it always comes with a message. So I think people sure. that are gifted like you and others 
when I've talked to them, have said very similar things like this is an awakening. It's made it's meant to wake us yes. up and to grow yes. and to treat the earth differently. Definitely. Than what we've been doing and each other differently. Right. I, I just feel like we've done so much damage to our mother, to our earth. It's just crazy. I it just in the way we treat animals and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like we need to grow up. I definitely found um, some brotherhood, sisterhood around that area this year um, yeah. of taking care of Mother Earth and like on a spiritual level, like actually sending Mother Earth through the ley lines, energy that she needed at certain times and and um, finding other people to do that alongside me has been really wonderful. And a lot of the starseed stuff has been coming up. Oh people finding out like what their starseed origins are and and could oh, you, um, finding each other and it's been wonderful. Yeah, could you explain to people what a starseed is? Okay, so starseed is basically um the origin of our soul, of our individual soul. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes I'm finding that it doesn't have to be just one space. So um I could have lived in um in the Palladian system, but I could have also had some origins um in in the earth realms or or wherever else. Um mine my, my uh, major origin is Syria Syrian mm-hmm. from the Sirius star system. And I found many others that that are from Sirius as well in the last year. It's been kind of fun. They've we've like been drawn to each other. So during my travels, I've come across many Syrians. So that's kind of fun. But yeah, um, some people, their origin is earth and others, it's other places. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, there's no real like hierarchy or anything. It's right. just kind of fun to see how we've all come together to, um, help the earth evolve right now mm-hmm. tell um where did you read about that out of curiosity it sounds fascinating oh my goodness i don't even know i, mean, <laughs> I don't even know that sounds so cool i want to know more <laughs> i know um okay so i did after after i started questioning about this like through meditations and things like that Mm -hmm. Um, and I also do shamanic journeys I lead shamanic journeys so some of the information came through that Mm -hmm. Um, so oh and Barbara Burke um, I took a mediumship class with Barbara Burke and um, she will bring up some of those topics as well in the class Uh Um, but then I got online and found this starseed accelerator group um it was a class that i did through caitlin diana that was online that was really interesting and through that i found the access bars or the access consciousness bars stuff and the clearing statements so it's just that each it seems like it just keeps opening doors each thing that i learn about will open doors to the next thing Right. It's amazing. So how does one person go about finding their their um their starseed lineage? 
I feel like it comes through different ways. Like sometimes you'll have someone that tells you and sometimes um, there's like things that you can like tests that you can take online. Oh, that's so cool. So you can answer questions and it'll come up as whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I did a lot of different things. So I did meditations in which I saw my true self and um, so I could see the form of it and then started looking at that and asking people like, what is, what looks like this? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I see myself as kind of like a praying mantis. Interesting. So, yeah, it's it's inter- it is interesting. It's like a human praying mantis thing. That's really meld. interesting. Yeah. Um. Where was I? <laughs> the human praying mantis thing. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And then like Barbara actually told me she thought that I was Syrian, and then someone else told me that they thought I was Syrian. I took the test and it came up Syrian. So like, okay, I'm huh. Syrian. I need Got to find it. that website. Yeah, I'm sure there's many. But look up Caitlin Diana or Starseed Accelerator. Okay. It's Caitlin with a C. C-A-I-T-L-Y-N, I think. And Diana with two N's. Okay. I will do that because I think that sounds fascinating. That's. I was kind of raised in all this stuff. That's the first time... I've heard of that or maybe I've heard of it in passing, but it just sounds really fascinating to me that you brought that up. Something to really look forward into investigating. I feel like that's something that's really coming up for a lot of us right now is finding those origins. It's just something that's happening. Yeah. Finding something new and spiritual awakening. Yeah, it is. So when you read cards, do you, do you find out about people's origins that way? Oh my goodness, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many times when I'm reading someone's cards and a card will come up and it will show a picture of a certain type of being or or um I actually have um Oh, what are these cards called? They're so amazing. Let's see if I can find the box. I have a, a card deck that was given to me for a Yule present. Oh, I don't have the... Oh, man. I wish I could remember. They're so amazing. Oh, my goodness. Can I put it in show notes or something? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Because this deck has a lot of different star seed um, representations. Oh. Uh, I believe it was a woman in Chicago that did the artwork for this. It's so beautiful. I really feel like people need to see this deck. So yeah, yeah. once I find the box to it, I'll let you know. Yeah, that would be great because I'll, I'll post it on my Facebook page and then I will post it in the notes. And also when I get my website, it will be posted up there too. Great. Because that's coming up soon, believe it or not. I'm actually going to have a website, the whole nine yards. That's wonderful. So how do your kids feel about all this? Are they supportive? Oh, Oh, yeah. My kids love it. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Especially my son. Um, He's the one I'm closest to. Uh Um, And we live like a block apart. And I pull cards for my son quite a bit. 
Yeah, they love it. Oh, I bet. Anytime they have a problem, they can go straight to you and you can help them resolve it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's, it's really cool. People that read, I think, really do help people on those levels. Big time. They do. And you know what else I really love about the tarot cards and, and being able to read for my friends and the people who are close to me is that sometimes I want to have a conversation with someone, but I won't, don't want to be like bossy about it. Right. <laughs> Right. But I'm noticing something and maybe I can get the cards out instead. And so the cards can tell you and then I'm not the one telling you. Exactly. That's a great excuse. So it they really won't be is. like, Mom, <laughs> or your best friend will be like, well, <laughs> which happens to us all sometimes. Right. And I really love that, too, because then I know that it's coming out in the right way and and that I'm I'm really being careful that, um, you know, I'm, I'm giving good advice. Well, instead of just what I might think. And that's what spirit is telling you. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, hey, well, they can't argue with spirit. They can. Right. But I don't know how it will go over. Right. It's kind of like getting really angry and telling your spirit guides, you're fired. <laughs> you know? No way. I've done it. <laughs> it doesn't I work very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that a couple times. I'm like, you're fired. And I was like, yep. oh, no. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm just done. Right. Oh, man, I also love it when I, when I have that feeling that I need to talk to someone about something and mm. I'll pull cards for them. And it's totally not what I wanted to talk to them about. Oh, no. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was wrong. So that, it's, it's wonderful. It's just such a good um, tool for self-discovery. and Sure. And, right. Uh, Decision making and mental health care. <laughs> <laughs> the whole nine yards. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so tell people about you also said you do Reiki. How many years have you done Reiki? Reiki is so important for people and animals. You know, I don't even remember how long I've been doing Reiki. Um, I would say it's probably been about eight years that I've been doing Reiki. Um, I ended up finding Reiki through me needing help. Mm -hmm. And I went to a, a Reiki practitioner for help. That's awesome. And um, as soon as as soon as I felt settled with the issue I was having, mm-hmm. I started taking classes from her right away. Sure. Do you mind me asking who that was? That was Heather Williams. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Now is she in Fort Wayne or she is in Fort Wayne. I'm trying to remember what her business name. It's Haven. Haven of Healing. Haven. Of... I think it's Haven of Healing. Sure. Make sure you send that to me and I'll make sure people can, if they're interested yeah. in classes. Do you also teach Reiki as well? I do teach Reiki. Yes, I'm a Reiki master and I absolutely love to teach classes. I teach tarot classes as well. I love it. That's one of my favorite awesome. things to do. I think what you do is very healing and very awesome. And you're also a massage therapist, yeah. which is another form of healing. Um, is yeah. there anything else people need to know about this going on in Fort Wayne, guys, you need to take advantage of some of this that you can do. Oh, goodness. Well, um, 
I would really love to do some classes, some tarot and Reiki classes this Mm -hmm. summer, but it's probably not going to happen quite yet because I just moved into my new place, still unpacking boxes (laughs) and organizing things. And I'm starting a new job uh, working at music festivals. I'm going to be driving a golf cart as a taxi. Okay. (laughs) I'm very excited about that. I love music festivals. And my, uh, my goal is to someday have my own vendi- vending um, where I'm doing a healing space at music festivals. Okay. So tarot cards, Reiki, access bars, massage, sure. meditation, yoga. Mm-hmm. I teach yoga as well. So um, I'd like to, I'd like to do that. I also have an apothecary and a, and an acre that I garden here in Fort Wayne. So I'm awesome. always making medicines so I'd, I'd like to bring all of those things together and my love for music festivals uh-huh. and and have that set up. So really the reason why I'm doing the taxi golf cart is because mm-hmm. I'd like to network and to see how the vendors do what they do. Sure. Absolutely. So I thought it would be a safe way for me to look and see what the vendors do. Oh, exactly. It sounds awesome. How do people get a hold of you? So I have a Facebook page for my business and that's pretty much what I've been focusing mm-hmm. on as far as social media and it is Paganation. It's P-A-G-A-N-A-T-I-O-N. Okay. And do you have a website or anything like that they can go to by any chance? I have not built it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Oh, I don't understand websites. So <laughs> I understand spirit, but I don't understand electronics. I'm, I'm getting I'm, there slowly. I'm not bad at them, but it's always a learning curve because, you know, technology mm-hmm. changes. And right. I'm a retired dancer and I used to have a dance page that I monitored all the time. Yeah. But now that I'm getting into something else, it's taking time to build it getting it to where I want it. So sometimes it takes a while. It does. Well, I am going to tell everyone about you on my Facebook page. And I think you're a really cool gal and Fort Wayne is very lucky to have you. Thank you so much. I want you to tell people what your name means too, before I let you go. Uh, Yes. So, um, Vijaya, um, there's, oh, there's so many stories I could go. I'll just keep it simple. Vijaya is from India, and it means the one who announces victory. Where did you hear? How did you get this name? <laughs> oh, all of the stories. So um, Vijaya was given to me during an ayahuasca ceremony. Okay. So I had an entire weekend where I I did ayahuasca and that name was given to me and spirit told me that I needed to use this name. And I said, okay, cool. I've got a new name. This is cool. So I, you know, told a couple of people and was still going by Michelle Mm -hmm. and I was beat down. (laughs) Spirit was like, no, I mean it. You are to change your name and you are to use this name. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So then once I once I made um made the effort to mm-hmm. have people actually call me by my 
my new given name, my spiritual given name, then um, so many different blockages opened up and, and doors, opportunities opened up for me. So that's awesome. It's been wonderful. Yeah. And, wow. and it fits me. I like it. Yeah. I, I think it fits you. Every time I've ever seen you on Facebook, I, I was like, wow, and that does fit you. It does. I think it's amazing. I want everyone to um, know about you. So like I said, I'm going to advertise you and hopefully maybe this fall I'll have you back on. Maybe you'll have some great predictions for winter coming up. That sounds wonderful. Uh, I would love to do that. You are a joy to talk to in a really bright light. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I hope our paths cross soon. All right, lovely. You have a great weekend, and I look forward to talking to you again in the fall. 